Hello ninjas and ninjas, and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales through your website. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm best-selling digital marketing author and head ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency. In this episode, I'm joined by Andy Tuxford. Andy is one of the ninjas here at Exposure Ninja, and he's also married to Nick Tuxford, who was with us on a, uh, in fact, she's been on a couple of previous episodes of the show. And in this episode, I'm talking with Andy about Anchor Text. Andy's written a fantastic blog on the Exposure Ninja website all about Anchor Text, which is a tool that we have at our disposal when we're looking to increase the ranking of a website. So if you're handling your own SEO, then this episode is going to take you through what Anchor Text actually is and how it all works and the optimal ratios to go for to maximize your ranking. If you want to check out the original blog post, you can just search for Exposure Ninja What is Anchor Text and you'll find the original blog but otherwise enjoy the show well andy welcome to the show thanks tim we're going to be talking about anchor text today so for those who are listening who maybe don't know what anchor text is how do you define anchor text and why is it important okay so anchor text is a quite important part of a link so just to clarify what a link is, in case anybody doesn't know, I'd hope most people do, but a link is just a bit of text on a web page that when you click on it, it takes you to a different web page. So it's that simple. The anchor text is the clickable part of that link. So it's the piece of text on the actual page that you click on. That's the anchor text. So for example, anchor text would be something like click here, right? That's a yeah, so something like click here would be a phrase that's used. So, um, but it can be whatever whatever you want it to be. So anchor te- you can set it to be absolutely anything as long as it's text. Or you can even make an image the anchor as well. So, um, but for this purpose, we're talking about text anchors. So I think most people will be familiar with links when they're coloured. They're usually coloured blue on a web page, web page to just make them stand out from the text around them. So... Why is anchor text important? Surely it doesn't matter what phrases we use in our anchor text because the important thing is that we have the link, right? Well, the link is important, but Google will and other search engines will read the anchor text and use that as an indicator of what the site it's pointing at is about. So if your anchor text is, for example, said digital marketing, then Google will use that as an indicator and assume that the site you are pointing at is about digital marketing. So when Google reviews that and it will view all links pointing into a page that it can find, it will use them to, as an indicator to understand what the web page is all about. And that will then affect that page's rankings because um, Google will use that to understand um, so if you're linking to a web page and you're saying it's about digital marketing in your text and using that anchor text, it will assume that page that's being pointed at is about digital marketing. You can get some um, discrepancies because obviously if you're using correct anchor text, for example, you're pointing to a web page that's about digital marketing or your anchor text is chocolate cake, for example, that's going to then start confusing Google. And Google's then going to start getting confused about what your page or your site is actually about, which can then harm your rankings as well. So in the old school of SEO, people kind of figured out that they could manipulate the anchor text. And if they use their target phrase, let's say they want to rank for Plum and Nottingham, if they built loads of links using that keyword Plum and Nottingham as the anchor text, that would show Google that their website is relevant for that phrase and they would rank at the top. So 
what is there to stop us all just going out and having thousands of links made just using our exact keyword as the anchor text? What's wrong with that? Well, in a word, what's to stop you is Google. Um, <laughs> um, so, Big enemy. <laughs> yes. Originally, like you say, you could just do that. You could just go out and spam loads of links with your specific keyword as the anchor text, and you would rank very highly for it. In the early noughties, I think it was around 2003, there's actually quite a big case of it that hit a lot of the news, um, which was the phrase, if you put the phrase miserable failure into Google, you've got the White House website with the biography page for George W. Bush. And obviously on their own page, they're not talking about him as a failure, but you still landed on that page. And that was driven by actually a relatively small number of users going out and just creating links with the anchor text, miserable failure, and pointing them at that page. So um, that's a, a practice that's become known as Google bombing. And for quite a while, you could get away with it and you would rank very well. But Google noticed this, noticed that people were doing this and pointing phrases at inappropriate content. So they changed their algorithm. So now if you use too many, if you just spam one phrase or a handful of phrases pointing at a web page, Google can see that and will often take that as you're trying to manipulate the search engine results and will and can then penalize you for it. So if... Google looked at all of your links coming in and saw that 90% of them were for Plumber Nottingham or whatever, or Miserable Failure or whatever. It might start to think that there was a case of you trying to over-optimize for that phrase or trying to manipulate search ranking for that phrase. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. uh, Yeah, that's a fair assessment. That's um, right. So the, the really important thing with the way the Google algorithm works now is making your anchor text and your link profile look natural. So it's not about targeting one particular phrase anymore. It's about making it look natural, like um, it's being generated naturally and those links are coming naturally. And when that's happening, they're not all going to be one or two phrases. There's going to be quite a range of phrases. They're going to be quite similar, but not all identical. There's going to be a range of them pointing towards your site. So what are some of the characteristics of natural anchor text profile? If you're to look at a site, for example, that has a good number of links, what what is the anchor text usually showing? Well, the types of anchor text that you can show, there's um, seven different categories that they can be, seven different groups that they can be roughly broken out into. So your first group is exact match catch for, uh, anchor text, which is, as we've been discussing, an exact match keyword. Now, I know we've been talking about how they can be they can be bad, but that's with overuse. Some, some exact match keywords, they're, they're fine and they will occur. The next group is phrase match. So phrase matched keyword anchor text. So the keywords within a phrase and the entire phrase is, is, forms the anchor text rather than just the specific keyword. So for example, there would be if you were targeting um, digital marketing, your, a phrase match could be something like um, a great digital marketing company or expert digital marketers, things like that. So a full phrase rather than just a specific word, word or two. The next group you have then is your brand name. So you want your brand name to form part of your anchor text because you want to be um, getting your brand out there and really being known as a brand. And as well, with including your brand name, Google then starts to understand what all your brand what your brand is all about, in which case then as it better understands your brand, the better it will rank you and the more relevant searches you will rank for because Google really knows what your site and your company is all about. 
The next group is then onto branded. So this is kind of the difference between the exact match and the phrase match is the brand name and branded. So it's your brand name, but within a larger phrase. Keyword branded is the next group. So that's with your keyword and a brand name within the anchor text. You then have other terms, which um, these can really be anything, but don't really fall into one of these groups. And you'll often find anchor text like read more or visit their website or things like that within this group. So these you'll find these phrases within there. Generally, you don't want them because they're not really, the anchor text isn't really adding anything to your site, but it's okay to see a few if you're keeping those to a minimum. And then the final, the seventh group would be a root domain or a subdomain or a subdirectory or page URL. So the actual web address printed on a page that then links to that same page. Okay, so let's dig into some of these in a bit more detail because I think some of the stuff you said there is, is really interesting. So if I'm trying to rank my website for Plum and Nottingham, if I use the anchor text Plum and Nottingham, that would be exact match anchor text. And you don't want to go too high with that because that's an indication that you might be, you know, you, you could be doing some spammy stuff. But the phrase match that you mentioned might be a way that we can avoid over-optimization and still show Google that we're relevant for these phrases. So what would be some examples of phrase match anchor text that I could use for my Plumber Nottingham website? So a phrase match, something along the lines of an emergency plumber available in Nottingham, 24-hour call-out plumbers in Nottingham, phrases like that. So you're building around the phrase some more. So you're not just focusing on the Plumber Nottingham, but it's in there as well. So Google understands that you're a plumber in Nottingham, but you're building out as well around, around that to extend the phrase a bit. And I guess also getting in some variations there, because we've also got the fact that I'm an emergency plumber on that offer 24-hour call-out. So actually, you've got the opportunity to get some visibility for some other keywords as well. Yeah, so these also help you gain some traction on things that people may be searching for that aren't an exact match for your, for your phrase, like you're targeting plumber, plumbers in Nottingham. Or if somebody wants an emergency plumber, they might not necessarily search for plumber in Nottingham in Google. They might search for, I need an emergency plumber in Nottingham or something along those lines. And those uh, and that larger phrase match anchor text pointing at your site indicates to Google that that's what you do as well. Cool. Talk to me about the difference between a brand name. So let's say that my company is Ninja Plumbing. So what's the difference between a brand name anchor text, so Ninja Plumbing, versus branded anchor text? Because there's a slight difference that you define there, isn't there? Yes. So the brand name would be quite simply just Ninja Plumbing, and that's your anchor text. So the branded would be something along the lines of Ninja Plumbing, Plumbing Experts. Um, sorry, that, <laughs> that <laughs> might be a keyword because that sounds terrible. <laughs> but, um, um, something along those lines. So it's similar with the phrase and phrase match. Um, the brand name and the branded is it's using your brand name, but in a wider sentence. So high quality plumbing services with Ninja Plumbing, for example, or boiler repairs from Ninja Plumbing, um, something like that. So yeah, you're extending it out a, a bit more. So it's not just the brand name that's the anchor text, but the phrase that it bears in. Okay, cool. So how important, the other, the other thing I'm wondering is how important is it that the text around the link is positive and relevant too. For example, if my Ninja Plumbing link appeared in a paragraph about the world's worst plumbers and somebody wrote, and it was a branded anchor text term, which said, complete idiots, Ninja Plumbing, 
Would that help me? Would that hinder me? How does Google look at that sort of negative sentiment? It wouldn't be a help to your site so much in the fact that it's obviously a negative sentiment being pointed towards your site. So Google will see that. I'm not sure how much it would understand between specifically complete idiots for using that example. <laughs> obviously, um, a negative, it would be is similar to any other negative sentiment that is online. You'd obviously want to try and deal with it if you possibly could and address it. You could even contact the person who'd put that there and see if you can work something out with them, get them to a happier place with your brand and ask them if they'd remove it. But yeah, it's it's not going to be a help there because even though it's, yes, it's not just a brand name, it's extended, it is a negative view. So it's the same as any other negative view. You could receive a negative review or anything like that. It's similar to that in the fact that it's not great. It's going to have an impact on your site. Hopefully you would have far more positive reviews because with anything, any business, as long as you're going for long enough, you're, about, you're going to get a few negative ones. It's unfortunate, but as long as you can try and address that like you would any other negative review and if you can work it out as brilliant and you, it gets removed, if not, um, unfortunately, you need to focus on building up all those extra positives to kind of outweigh that negative. Yeah, I guess the important thing is that people don't freak out like negative stuff happens. Of course, it's just a function of doing business, isn't it? So what's the balance that people should be using? Obviously, we don't want to go all exact match, but we can use some exact match. So what are some kind of rough guidelines for how many of each different type of anchor text we should be using in our links? Yeah, so we've got some rough guidelines. And um, I will highlight these are these are rough guidelines. It's far more important to make sure your keywords are occurring your, and your anchor text phrases are occurring naturally within text rather than stuffing them in. But for rough guidelines, you should aim for around 5% of your, of your backlinks to be exact match phrases, around 20% to be phrase match, around 10% to be your brand name, about 25% to be branded. So that forms the biggest group because it's really important to get that branding out there and make sure Google understands what your brand is all about. 15% to be keyword branded, around 10% to be root domains, subdomains, or page URLs. And then the remaining 15% for other terms, which really encompasses anything that doesn't fall into the other groups. Great guidelines. And, and how important is this? So if, if we get an article published in a publication and they use the wrong anchor text, should we be hammering them and saying, hey, can you change this anchor text? Or is it something where, you know what, we're going to get the benefit of the link, Google's going to understand the topic in that article anyway, so we should be okay? It depends how far away you are. So say, like you said, 90% of your keywords of your anchor text, sorry, is exact match. And then an article's published that's using another exact match one. Then you'd want to be doing everything you can to try and get them change that into one of the other phrases because you're really over-optimized there if you were in that situation. If you're not a million miles away, it's not something that you know, has to be followed religiously. You must be at these values. The far more important thing is making sure they're all occurring naturally within the content rather than forcing them in. So they're guidelines to aim for around these numbers. If you're, let's say, for example, we said brand name keywords, it's around 10%. If you're at 12%, I wouldn't worry about it. If you're at 40%, then you want to start thinking about what you can be doing to generate more keywords in more anchor text in the other groups. How do people identify 
what the anchor text for all of the links coming in is. Do you have any recommendations of tools that they should use? So there's quite a few tools out there you can use to identify the anchor text of your link. So you can find um, lots of your links using Google Search Console. There's also Majestic, which I use as well, and Moz. And then there's some free resources as well. There's plenty of free resources out there, which you can find with Google searching. But the main ones I use are Search Console within Google and uh, Moz and Majestic. They will scrape all the websites. Um, they'll scrape the internet looking for links pointing to your site and then present you with a, a report of all the links they can find pointing to your site, what page they're coming from, what page they're landing on, and what the anchor text is. Awesome. Andy, thank you so much for taking that through with us. Where can people find out a bit more about this and read your original incredible blog post? So my blog post is on the Exposure Ninja website. It can be found on there on ExposureNinja.com and navigate to the blog section. If you want to read up more on the, on the blog post, so the original blog can be found at the Exposure Ninja website, which is on ExposureNinja.com, and then just navigate to the blog post section and you will find it in there. There's also plenty of other resources out there and a quick Google search will find you loads from loads of reputable sites. Um, looking at various ways of managing your anchor text. So there's plenty out there if you want to get stuck into it. But yeah, the original blog can be found at ExposureNinja.com. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. That's fantastic, dude. Hey, no worries.